Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, an audio resource dedicated to a generation of young people who are committed to total surrender to God and total dependence on His power to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. This podcast is designed to strengthen and encourage through a series of Bible-based practical talks. Purity is always compromised by the weakest point in our lives. No matter how hard we try to keep the devil out, he often finds that unguarded back entrance. Today, we are joined by Pastor John Getz Jr., who will explain how to stay pure through a fully fortified heart. Welcome to the The Generation Podcast. This is Jim Van Gelderen, and I'm broadcasting from Yuma, Arizona. We've had the privilege this week of being at Faith Baptist Church, pastored by uh, John Getz Jr. I almost said evangelist John Getz Jr. He was for five years in evangelism. Some of you may recognize his name. His father was also in evangelism for years, now the vice president at West Coast uh, Baptist College. But we're privileged to be here this week. Wonderful church, a growing church, great spirit here. It's been a very encouraging week from our side of things. But I've asked Pastor Getch to just uh, challenge you, the the generation, with something from God's Word. So, Pastor Getch, we're glad to have you here and trust uh, you will uh, be encouraged as you encourage these young people. Thank you, Brother Van Gelderen, and it uh, has been a great week and uh, looking forward to finishing it out tonight with one final service. But uh, when Brother um, Van Gelderen asked me about uh, this podcast, uh, one verse just immediately came to my mind that I thought might be a help to us, and uh, it's Proverbs 4 and verse number 23, where the Bible just simply says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And I was just reminded of the responsibility that God has given to each one of us individually to keep our hearts. You see, this is an imperative sentence. Uh, It's a command, and the subject is an understood you. You keep thy heart. The word keep has the idea of guarding. God has given us a responsibility, an individual responsibility to keep our own hearts. And it's out of this heart that all the issues of life uh, stem. Now, I'm thankful in my life that God has put many people to help me guard my heart. Uh, I'm thankful for parents that love me, put some standards in my life and some uh, some uh, borders and some boundaries. And, and I'm thankful for pastors and youth pastors that encouraged me and preached to me and, and uh, helped me in this uh, responsibility. And, and if you have parents and if you have pastors and youth pastors and teachers and you're in schools that have those uh, standards, be thankful for them. Praise God for them. Uh, thankful for the help in this responsibility. But understand that ultimately the responsibility and the accountability for guarding your heart lies with you. You are responsible for guarding your heart. Now, if we're going to be successful in this responsibility, I believe there's three simple truths that we're going to have to understand. And real quick, let me give you these three truths and we'll be done. First, we're going to have to understand the definition of the heart. You can't guard something that you don't know what it is. So what is our hearts and what specifically is God asking us to guard? And the book of Proverbs answers that question for us in a number of different places. But let me just give you three scriptures to look up. Proverbs 23, 7, uh, well-known verse says, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, the principle of the verse is what you think about is who you are. Uh, And as you know, you think with your thoughts, you think in one's mind, but God doesn't use the word thoughts or mind. He uses the word heart. He's helping us understand what our heart is. It is our thinking. 
So when he says, keep your heart, first thing he's saying for you to guard is to guard your thinking, guard your thoughts. That's why uh, your pastors will speak much about viewing habits and listening habits, because what you let in your eye gate and ear gate affects what you think about, and what you think about is who you are, and it's our responsibility to keep or to guard our thinking. The second verse is Proverbs 15 and verse 13. I love this little verse. It says, A merry heart maketh the cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart is the spirit broken. Now, the word merry and the word sorrow in the verse are just simply speaking of the emotions of happiness and sadness. And it's just simply saying that when you're happy, your face shows it. And when you're sad, your attitude reveals it. But it's talking about the emotion of sadness and happiness, but he doesn't use the words emotion or feeling, uses the word heart. Again, he's wanting to define it for us. He's helping us understand that your heart is your thinking, but it's also your feeling. Keep your heart is keep thy feeling with all diligence. In other words, we have a responsibility to guard our feelings. Uh, So many young people live their life based on how they feel. Uh, They do what they like. They do what feels right. They do what they want to. And yet this is a very dangerous way to live because you can't always trust your feelings. Your feelings, emotions can lead you astray. I know this goes against what the world says. It says, follow your heart. It says, listen to your heart. But, but God says in Proverbs 28, 26, he that trusts this heart's a fool. And so uh, you say, well, how is that possible? That doesn't sound right. Well, Jeremiah 17, 9 tells us why. And that's because the heart's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know. And so we don't want to live our life according to our feelings. We want to live our lives according to the word of God. And so guard your feelings, your thoughts, your feelings, your thinking, your feeling. And then the last one's Proverbs 21, 4, where it talks about a proud heart. Uh, You'll see those two words connected in several places in Proverbs. And pride really is an attitude problem. It's a will problem. Um, It's a thinking of himself more highly than he ought to think, God tells us. And so it's an attitude issue, but he says proud heart, not proud attitude or proud will, because he's helping us understand the word heart again. It involves your attitude or your will. So when he says, keep thy heart, he's saying, keep thy thinking, guard your feeling and guard your attitude and will. And it's from these three areas that all the issues of life will stem. If you're going to guard it, you've got to know what it is you're to guard. And then the second truth is you've got to understand the deceiving of the heart. We have a enemy. We have an opposition that's trying to draw our hearts, our thinking, our feeling, and our attitude away from the Lord, our God. And he does it through the deceitfulness of sin. Hebrews three tells us Uh, again, Understand that we got to be sober and vigilant because we have an adversary, the devil's a roaring lion, who's walking about seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to get into the command center of your life, your heart, your thinking. He's trying to get into your feeling. He's trying to get into your attitude, and he'll do it through your eye gate and through your ear gate. And so we've got to beware that we might not fall into the snares of the deceiver. And of course, the goal of a deceiver is to get you to fall into the snare without you knowing that it's a snare. And boy, he knows how to make things seem so simple and so non-threatening and not that big of a deal, but underneath lies a snare. And again, that's why we've got to be careful what we listen to and what we uh, watch and what we allow in our eye gate and ear gate. While it may seem not harmful on the outside, underneath 
is something that's trying to change your thinking, your feeling, your attitude away from the word of God. And so we've got to understand the deceiving of the heart. And then the third wonderful truth is we need to understand that we have a defender of the heart. You know, I'm thankful that God doesn't give us a command in Proverbs 4 to keep your heart with all diligence and then say, now good luck. No, but he has left us something that enables us to do exactly what he's commanded us to do. He has given us a defender of the heart, that which can do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And it is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I love 1 John 2, 14. I use it all the time. But the Bible says, I've written unto you fathers because you've known him. That is from the beginning. And I've written unto you young men because you're strong. And the word of God abideth in you and you have overcome the wicked one. I love the verse because it gives me hope. I do not have to be overcome with the wicked one. I do not have to fall into the snares of the devil. I can be strong in my faith. I can be strong in my Christian life. But that strength comes when the word of God is abiding in me. That's more than just reading it every once in a while. That's more than just hearing it every once in a while. It means that it's intertwined in the very fabric of who I am. It means that everything I do and everything I see and everything I think, feel, every attitude I have, it comes through the lens of the word of God. The word of God's what's driving those things. Is the word of God abiding in you? The psalmist said, Oh, how I love thy law. It's my meditation all the day. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Uh, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and it's a light unto my path. The word of God will be the light, and it will be the lamp to your feet. It will guide you through this world. It will guide you through the deceptive traps that the devil has planted for you. If you'll be faithful to keep it in your eye gate and your ear gate, keep putting the word of God before your eyes. Keep putting the word of God before your ears that you might then go forth and live it out. And the word of God will defend you from the deceiver. And so may I just encourage you today, how are you doing in the responsibility that God has given you to guard or to keep your own heart? All issues of life come from the heart and the devil's trying to deceive your heart today. Are you being faithful to the defender? Are you being faithful in the word of God personally? Are you being faithful to that place where you can hear it preached? Let me encourage you, be faithful to the word of God and let it defend your heart. And may God bless you as you continue to be faithful to God's word. Thank you so much, Pastor Getch. That was tremendous. That'll be a help to these young people to keep your heart with all diligence. Now, remember, young people, you're part of a generation that is totally surrendered to the will of God. That's the the generation. And not only surrender to the will of God, but depend upon his grace to live it. And may you, in these uh, next days, be totally surrendered to what God wants you to do and keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the The Generation Podcast. For more faith-inspiring resources and information about joining The Generation, please visit thegeneration.org. That's T-H-E-E generation.org.